Section 5 of The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marilyn Mack. The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 3, by Robert Burton. Section 5. Partition 3. Section 1. Member 3 charity composed of all three kinds pleasant profitable honest besides this love that comes from profit pleasant honest for one good turn asks another in equity that which proceeds from the law of nature or from discipline and philosophy there is yet another love compounded of all these three which is charity and includes piety dilection, benevolence, friendship, even all those virtuous habits. For love is the circle equant of all other affections, of which Aristotle dilates at large in his ethics, and is commanded by God, which no man can well perform but he that is a Christian and a true regenerate man. This is to love God above all, and our neighbor as ourself. For this love is lignus accendens et accensus, a communicating light, apt to illuminate itself as well as others. All other objects are fair and very beautiful, I confess. Kindred, alliance, friendship, the love that we owe to our country, nature, wealth, pleasure, honor, and such moral respects, etc., of which read copious Aristotle in his morals. A man is beloved of a man in that he is a man. But all these are far more eminent and great when they shall proceed from a sanctified spirit that hath a true touch of religion and a reference to God. Nature binds all creatures to love their young ones, a hen to preserve her brood will run upon a lion, a hind will fight with a bull, a sow with a bear, a silly sheep with a fox. So the same nature urgeth a man to love his parents. Dimi pater omnes uterent, niti magis quam oculos ame mios. And this love cannot be dissolved, as Tully holds, without detestable offence but much more God's commandment, which enjoins a filial love and an obedience in this kind. The love of brethren is great, and like an arch of stones, if one be displaced, all comes down. No love so forcible and strong, honest, to the combination of which nature, fortune, virtue happily concur. Yet this love comes short of it dulce et decorum pro patria mori it cannot be expressed what a deal of charity that one name of country contains amor laudes et patriae pro stipendio esta the duchy did say devovere urati curi scaevola regulus codrus sacrifice themselves for their country's peace and good Una dies fabios ad bellum miserat omnes. Ad bellum misos perdidit una dies.
One day the Fabi stoutly warred. One day the Fabi were destroyed. Fifty thousand Englishmen lost their lives willingly near Battle Abbey in defense of their country. Paulus Aemilius, Book One, Chapter Six, speaks of six senators of Calais that came with halters in their hands to the King of England to die for the rest. This love makes so many writers take such pains, so many historiographers, physicians, etc., or at least as they pretend for common safety and their country's benefit. Sanctum nomen amiticicae socorum communio sacra. Friendship is a holy name and a sacred communion of friends. As the sun is in the firmament, so is friendship in the world a most divine and heavenly band. As nuptial love makes, this perfects mankind and is to be preferred, if you will stand by the judgment of Cornelius Nepos, before affinity or consanguinity. Plus, in amiciticia vale similitudo morum, quam affinitas, etc., the cords of love bind faster than any other wreath whatsoever. Take this away, and take all pleasure, joy, comfort, happiness, and true content out of the world. Tis the greatest tie, the surest indenture, strongest band, and, as our modern marrow decides it, is much to be preferred before the rest. Quote, Hard is the doubt, and difficult to deem, when all three kinds of love together meet, and so dispart the heart with power extreme, whether shall weigh the balance down, to wit, the dear affection unto kindred sweet, a raging fire of love to women kind, or zeal of friends combined by virtues meet? But of them all the band of virtuous mind, methinks the gentle heart should most assured bind, for natural affection soon doth cease, and quenched is with Cupid's greater flame, but faithful friendship doth them both suppress, and them with mastering discipline doth tame, through thoughts aspiring to eternal fame. For as the soul doth rule the earthly mass, and all the service of the body frame, so love of soul doth love of body pass, no less than perfect gold surmounts the meanest brass. End quote. A faithful friend is better than gold a medicine of misery, an only possession. Yet this love of friends, nuptial, heroical, profitable, pleasant, honest, all three loves put together, are little worth if they proceed not from a true Christian illuminated soul, if it be not done in ordine ad deum, for God's sake. Though I had the gift of prophecy, spake with tongues of men and angels, though I feed the poor with all my goods, give my body to be burned, and have not this love, it profiteth me nothing. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 1 and 3 Tis splendidum peccatum without charity. This is an all-apprehending love, a deifying love, a refined, pure, divine love, the quintessence of all love, the true philosopher's stone. 
non potest enim as augustine infers veraciter amicus esse hominis nisi foiarit ipsius primatus veritatis he is no true friend that loves not god's truth and therefore this is true love indeed the cause of all good to mortal men that reconciles all creatures and glues them together in perpetual amity and firm league and can no more abide bitterness hate malice than fair and foul weather light and darkness sterility and plenty may be together as the sun in the firmament i say so is love in the world and for this cause tis love without an addition love catchafme love of god and love of men the love of god begets the love of man and by this love of our neighbor the love of god is nourished and increased by this happy union of love all well-governed families and cities are combined the heavens annexed and divine souls complicated the world itself composed and all that is in it conjoined in god and reduced to one this love causeth true and absolute virtues the life spirit and root of every virtuous action it finisheth prosperity easeth adversity corrects all natural encumbrances inconveniences sustained by faith and hope which with this our love make an indissoluble twist a gordian knot an equilateral triangle and yet the greatest of them is love first corinthians chapter thirteen verse thirteen which inflames our souls with a divine heat and being so inflamed purged and so purgeth elevates to god makes an atonement and reconciles us unto him that other love infects the soul of man this cleanseth that depresses this rears that causes cares and troubles this quietness of mind this informs that deforms our life that leads to repentance this to heaven for if once we be truly linked and touched with this charity we shall love god above all our neighbor as ourself as we are enjoined mark chapter twelve verse thirty one matthew chapter nineteen verse nineteen perform those duties and exercises even all the operations of a good christian this love suffereth long and is bountiful envieth not boasteth not itself is not puffed up it deceiveth not it seeketh not his own things is not provoked to anger it thinketh not evil it rejoiceth not in iniquity but in truth it suffereth all things believeth all things hopeth all things first corinthians chapter thirteen verses four five six and seven it covereth all trespasses proverbs chapter ten verse twelve a multitude of sins first peter chapter four as our saviour told the woman in the gospel that washed his feet many sins were forgiven her for she loved much luke chapter seven verse forty seven
it will defend the fatherless and the widow isaiah chapter one verse seventeen will seek no revenge or be mindful of wrong leviticus chapter nineteen verse eighteen will bring home his brother's ox if he go astray as it is commanded deuteronomy chapter twenty two verse one will resist evil give to him that asketh and not turn from him that borroweth bless them that curse him love his enemy matthew chapter five bear his brother's burden galatians chapter six verse seven he that so loves will be hospitable and distribute to the necessities of the saints he will if it be possible have peace with all men feed his enemy if he be hungry if he be a thirst give him drink he will perform those seven works of mercy he will make himself equal to them of the lower sort rejoice with them that rejoice weep with them that weep romans chapter twelve he will speak truth to his neighbor be courteous and tender-hearted forgiving others for christ's sake as god forgave him ephesians chapter four verse thirty two he will be like-minded philemon chapter two verse two of one judgment be humble meek long-suffering colossians chapter three forbear forget and forgive chapter twelve verses thirteen twenty three and what he doth shall be heartily done to god and not to men be pitiful and courteous first peter chapter three seek peace and follow it he will love his brother not in word and tongue but in deed and truth john chapter three verse eighteen and he that loves god christ will love him that is begotten of him john verse one etc thus should we willingly do if we had a true touch of this charity of this divine love if we could perform this which we are enjoined forget and forgive and compose ourselves to those christian laws of love o felix hominum genus si vestros animos amor quo coelum regitur regat angelical souls how blessed how happy should we be so loving how might we triumph over the devil and have another heaven upon earth but this we cannot do and which is the cause of all our woes miseries discontent melancholy want of this charity we do in vicem angeriare contemn consult vex torture molest and hold one another's noses to the grindstone hard provoke rail scoff calumniate challenge hate abuse hard-hearted implacable malicious peevish inexorable as we are to satisfy our lust or private spleen for toys trifles and impertinent occasions spend ourselves goods friends fortunes to be revenged on our adversary to ruin him and his 
tis all our study practice and business how to plot mischief mine countermind defend and offend ward ourselves injure others hurt all as if we were born to do mischief and that with such eagerness and bitterness with such rancor malice rage and fury we prosecute our intended designs that neither affinity or consanguinity love or fear of god or men can contain us no satisfaction no composition will be accepted no offices will serve no submission though he shall upon his knees as sarpedon did to glaucus and homer acknowledging his error yield himself with tears in his eyes beg his pardon we will not relent forgive or forget till we have confounded him and his made dice of his bones as they say see him rot in prison banish his friends followers et omne in visum genus rooted him out and all his posterity monsters of men as we are dogs wolves tigers fiends incarnate devils we do not only contend oppress and tyrannize ourselves but as so many firebrands we set on and animate others our whole life is a perpetual combat a conflict a set battle a snarling fit Arisdia is settled in our tents omnia delite opposing wit to wit wealth to wealth strength to strength fortunes to fortunes friends to friends as at a sea-fight we turn our broadsides or two millstones with continual attrition we fire ourselves or break another's backs and both are ruined and consumed in the end miserable wretches to fat and enrich ourselves we care not how we get it quoquunque modo rem how many thousands we undo whom we oppress by whose ruin and downfall we arise whom we injure fatherless children widows common societies to satisfy our own private lust though we have myriads abundance of wealth and treasure pitiless merciless remorseless and uncharitable in the highest degree and our poor brother in need sickness in great extremity and now ready to be starved for want of food we had rather as the fox told the ape his tail should sweep the ground still than cover his buttocks rather spend it idly consume it with dogs hawks hounds unnecessary buildings in riotous apparel ingurgitate or let it be lost then he should have a part of it rather take from him that little which he hath than relieve him like the dog in the manger we neither use it ourselves let others make use of it or enjoy it part with nothing while we live for want of disposing our household and setting things in order set all the world together by the ears after our death poor lazarus lies howling at his gates for a few crumbs he only seeks chippings offals let him roar and howl famish and eat his own flesh he respects him not 
a poor decayed kinsman of his sets upon him by the way in all his jollity and runs begging bareheaded by him conjuring by those former bonds of friendship alliance consanguinity etc uncle cousin brother father perego as lacrimas dextramque tuamte si quidquam dete merue fuit aut tibi quidquam dulce meum misera mei some show pity for christ's sake pity a sick man an old man etc he cares not ride on pretend sickness inevitable loss of limbs goods plead suretyship or shipwreck fires common calamities show thy wants and imperfections et si per sanctum juratus dicat osirum credita non ludo crudeles tolita claudum swear protest take god and all his angels to witness quaere peregrinum thou art a counterfeit crank a cheater he is not touched with it pauper ubiqua yashat ride on he takes no notice of it put up a supplication to him in the name of a thousand orphans a hospital a spittal a prison as he goes by they cry out to him for aid ride on suronares he cares not let them eat stones devour themselves with vermin rot in their own dung he cares not show him a decayed haven a bridge a school a fortification etc or some public work ride on good your worship your honour for god's sake your country's sake ride on but show him a roll wherein his name shall be registered in golden letters and commended to all posterity his arms set up with his devices to be seen then peradventure he will stay and contribute or if thou canst thunder upon him as papists do with satisfactory and meritorious works or persuade him by this means he shall save his soul out of hell and free it from purgatory if he be of any religion then in all likelihood he will listen and stay or that he have no children no near kinsmen heir he cares for at least or cannot well tell otherwise how or where to bestow his possessions for carry them with him he cannot it may be then he will build some school or hospital in his life or be induced to give liberally to pious uses after his death for i dare boldly say vainglory that opinion of merit and this enforced necessity when they know not otherwise how to leave or what better to do with them is the main cause of most of our good works i will not urge this to derogate from any man's charitable devotion or bounty in this kind to censure any good work no doubt there may be many sanctified heroical and worthy-minded men that in true zeal and for virtue's sake divine spirits that out of commiseration and piety extend their liberality 
and as much as in them lies to do good to all men clothe the naked feed the hungry comfort the sick and needy relieve all forget and forgive injuries as true charity requires yet most part there is simulatum quid a deal of hypocrisy in this kind much default and defect cosmo de medici that rich citizen of florence ingeniously confessed to a near friend of his that would know of him why he built so many public and magnificent palaces and bestowed so liberally on scholars not that he loved learning more than others but to eternize his own name to be immortal by the benefit of scholars for when his friends were dead walls decayed and all inscriptions gone books would remain to the world's end the lantern in athens was built by xenocles the theatre by pericles the famous port pirium by musicles palace palladium by phidias the pantheon by calicritidas but these brave monuments are decayed all and ruined long since their builders names alone flourish by meditation of writers and as he said of that marian oak now cut down and dead nullius agricolae manu volta stirps tam diutordna quam quae poetae versu seminari potest no plant can grow so long as that which is ingeniosata set and manured by those ever-living wits alan bacuth that weeping oak under which deborah rebecca's nurse died and was buried may not survive the memory of such everlasting monuments vainglory and emulation as to most men was the cause efficient and to be a trumpeter of his own fame cosmo's sole intent so to do good that all the world might take notice of it such for the most part is the charity of our times such are benefactors mechanates and patrons show me amongst so many myriads a truly devout a right honest upright meek humble a patient innocuous innocent a merciful a loving a charitable man probus quis nobiscum vivit show me a caleb or joshua dic mihi musa virum show a virtuous woman a constant wife a good neighbor a trusty servant an obedient child a true friend etc crows in africa are not so scant he that shall examine this iron age wherein we live where love is cold et iam teres astria reliquit justice fled with her assistance virtue expelled justiciae zorro in corrupta fides nudiquae veritas all goodness gone where vice abounds the devil is loose and see one man vilify and insult over his brother as if he were an innocent or a block oppress tyrannize prey upon torture him 
vex, gall, torment and crucify him, starve him. Where is charity? He that shall see men swear and forswear, lie and bear false witness, to advantage themselves, prejudice others, hazard goods, lives, fortunes, credit, all, to be revenged on their enemies, men so unspeakable in their lusts, unnatural in malice, such bloody designments, Italian blaspheming, Spanish renouncing, etc., may well ask, where is charity? He that shall observe so many lawsuits, such endless contentions, such plotting, undermining, so much money spent with such eagerness and fury, every man for himself, his own ends, the devil for all, so many distressed souls, such lamentable complaints, so many factions, conspiracies, seditions, oppressions, abuses, injuries, such grudging, repining, discontent, so much emulation, envy, so many brawls, quarrels, monomachies, etc., may well require what is become of charity. When we see and read of such cruel wars, tumults, uproars, bloody battles, so many men slain, so many cities ruinated, etc., for what else is the subject of all our stones almost, but bills, bows, and guns, so many murders and massacres, etc.? Where is charity? Or see men wholly devote to God, churchmen, professed divines, holy men, to make the trumpet of the gospel the trumpet of war, a company of hell-born Jesuits and fiery-spirited friars, facem praefere, to all seditions, as so many firebrands set all the world by the ears, I say nothing of their contentious and railing books, whole ages spent in writing one against another, and that which such virulency and bitterness, by Oneus sermonibus et sali nigro, and by their bloody inquisitions, that in thirty years Baal saith consumed thirty-nine princes, one hundred and forty-eight earls, two hundred and thirty-five barons, fourteen thousand seven hundred and fifty-five commons, worse than those ten persecutions may justly doubt. Where is charity? Obsicro vos quales e demum Christiani. Are these Christians? I beseech you, tell me. He that shall observe and see these things may say to them as Cato to Caesar, Credo quae di inferis dicuntur, falsa existimas. Sure, I think thou art of opinion, there is neither heaven nor hell. Let them pretend religion, zeal, make what shows they will give alms, peacemakers, frequent sermons. If we may guess at the tree by the fruit, they are no better than hypocrites, epicures, atheists. With the fool in their hearts, they say, there is no God. Tis no marvel, then, if being so uncharitable, hard-hearted as we are, we have so frequent and so many discontents, 
such melancholy fits so many bitter pangs mutual discords all in a combustion often complaints so common grievances general mischiefs si tante interes tragoidiae quibus labifacatatur et misere laceratur humanum genus so many pestilences wars uproars losses deluges fires inundations god's vengeance and all the plagues of egypt come upon us since we are so currish one towards another so respectless of god and our neighbors and by our crying sins pull these miseries upon our own heads nay more tis justly to be feared which josephus once said of his countrymen jews if the romans had not come when they did to sack their city surely it had been swallowed up with some earthquake deluge or fired from heaven as sodom and gomorrah their desperate malice wickedness and peevishness was such tis to be suspected if we continue these wretched ways we may look for the like heavy visitations to come upon us if we had any sense or feeling of these things surely we should not go on as we do in such irregular courses practice all manner of impieties our whole carriage would not be so averse from god if a man would but consider when he is in the midst and full career of such prodigious and uncharitable actions how displeasing they are in god's sight how noxious to himself as solomon told joab first kings chapter two the lord shall bring this blood upon their heads proverbs chapter one verse twenty seven sudden desolation and destruction shall come like a whirlwind upon them affliction anguish the reward of his hand shall be given him isaiah chapter three verse eleven etc they shall fall into the pit they have digged for others and when they are scraping tyrannizing getting wallowing in their wealth this night o fool i will take away thy soul what a severe account they must make and how gracious on the other side a charitable man is in god's eyes audret sibi gratium matthew verse seven blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy he that lendeth to the poor gives to god and how it shall be restored to them again how by their patience and long-suffering they shall heap coals on their enemies heads romans chapter twelve and he that followeth after righteousness and mercy shall find righteousness and glory surely they would check their desires curb their unnatural inordinate affections agree amongst themselves abstain from doing evil amend their lives and learn to do well behold how comely and good a thing it is for brethren to live together in union it is like the precious ointment etc how odious to contend one with the other misericuid lucatation culis ishe valumus 
Ecce mords supra caput esta, et supremum illud tribuno. Ubi et dicta et facta nostra examinanda sunta. Supiamus. Why do we contend and vex one another? Behold, death is over our heads, and we must shortly give an account of all our uncharitable words and actions. Think upon it, and be wise. End section 5